Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. We're joined on the line by Ms. Undre Deglon, as well as Ms. Baba Lwakusha, who are with the Office of Inclusivity and Change at UCT. And they're going to be joining a very interesting and important conversation around GBV, as well as 16 Days of Activism for No Violence Against Women and Children and Children campaign. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. How are you doing? Good morning to you and your listeners. Oh, fantastic. It's so great to have you. Um, we've got uh, Ms. Undre Deglon uh, as well as Ms. Baba Lakusha. Are you both on the line? Good morning, Tombi, and good morning to your listeners. Is Ms. Baba Lakusha on the line as well? Yes, I am. Good morning, Dombi, and good morning again to you and your listeners. I'm really excited to have this conversation. First things first, why is it important for universities to participate in the fight against sexual uh, and gender-based violence? And, and, and you can, you know, you can answer whether it's Ms. Undre or as well as Ms. Babalo. Okay, thank you for that question, Dombi. I'll go ahead, right? So the university is a microcosm of society, yeah. right? Um, it is one of the most diverse spaces individuals will ever have the privilege of being a part of, you know. At the university, all cultures, races, socioeconomic backgrounds, people from socioeconomic backgrounds come to pursue their future interests and curiosity, right? Mm. University itself is a place where we can convene diverse panels and brainstorming sessions to grapple with gender relations and GBV through an intersectional lens that will not only impact local communities, but also, you know, global communities. Um, the university is a space for knowledge production, as you know, and it's a space for discipline, curiosity, yeah. uh, and a space where inquisitive minds come to seek and find clarity and guidance on how they can use their unique sets of talents and questions to advance knowledge production for the greater good of society, right? Mm. So the university through its staff, its structures, policies, research, importantly, and even its student leaders must model what an ethical, inclusive, and diverse world should look like, right? To equip our graduates with an idea of what it is they should be working towards when they go out into the world. Yeah. Um, the university, we're in the business of shaping tomorrow's leaders, right? And we cannot be shaping them to be ignorant, bureaucrats, True. and hypocrites, right? The world really needs less of those kinds of people. And as a creature, you know, the university shapes the thinking and value systems of the students and graduates. Mm. And at UCT specifically, we understand our role in, mo- in molding a well-rounded student who will not only leave the university as an expert in their field, but to leave a well-rounded individual who is able to thrive in a diverse world that embraces and celebrates difference, right? We want graduates who are diversity literate, who are culturally aware and appreciate nuance and embrace opportunities to grapple with complexity. Mm. A graduate, you know, that is an advocate and an ally to marginalized Mm. groups in our society, especially to women, queer individuals and children in their spheres of influence. So that's why it's very important, you know, for the university to take its role in fighting GBV very seriously. Yeah. And what are some of the activities and or initiatives that you have at UCT to create awareness in the university community? Um, so as a start, the university recognizes that it is anchored within the community, right? Um, when the community weeps, we weep. Mm. When the community thrives, we thrive. So the University of Cape Town has increasingly acknowledged the crisis of gender-based violence 
and its profound impact on the lives and well-being of survivors. UTP has invested resources in student wellness services, and the Office of Inclusivity and Change ensures that the university can provide psychological services to survivors of gender-based violence. Mm. We know that the psychological impact of gender-based violence on some survivors negatively affects their academic performance and the quality of their social interactions and at times their ability to conclude their tertiary education. So some of the services that we provide is that we provide uh, um, survivor support services in collaboration with the Alumni in Action Program. So what is that? The Alumni in Action Program is really a call for the community to come together to support survivors of sexual and gender-based violence. The program is founded by Zela Fube and um, Sanda Nyoka, who partners up with the OIC Survivor Support Stream. The program makes mental health support services accessible to survivors with little or no delay. The program funds up to eight sessions for each and every survivor with the focus of post-traumatic growth after SGBV. The community can also get involved, and we are putting out a call to onboard alumni, psychologists from UCT. The next onboarding process will happen from the 19th to the 22nd of December. Then we also have the ACES program, which focuses specifically on our students. Mm. The Agents of Change Education Peer peer Education Program is really uh, consists of UCD students from across different faculties that are selected to take part in this year-long program. Students are trained to deliver workshops on campus and in the student residences. They educate their peers in intersectional areas of HIV, gender, sexual and gender-based violence, sexual diversity, privilege and class. Um, Stella Masungu can be contacted about that program. And then another program that we also implement is the Becoming Men program that centers and foregrounds the voices of men. Um, As we know, they are um, the key uh, stakeholder in us uh, fighting the fight against gender-based violence. And Babawa will speak a little bit more about the Becoming Men program. Yeah. And can you tell us more about UCT's Behind You period, You Are Not Alone campaign? I'm going to try and send it, say it like the young people. UCT's Behind You period, You Are Not Alone campaign. I'm going to hand this <laughs> over to Ms. Babalo. Can you please tell us a bit more about that? Okay. So I, I think my colleague Andre is better equipped to speak about that. But I wanted to elaborate a bit more on you know, UCT's understanding of the importance of including men in anti-GBV mm. work, right? So, and if you don't mind, Dobby, can, can I delve into that? No right? problem. Go in. Awesome. Thank you so much. So, as, as Office of Inclusivity and Change, you know, we, we really understand the importance of including men in anti-GBV work, right? Because men respect other men. They value other men's opinion and advice, you know. And men in conversations with other men can call in and call out negative attitudes. Um, and behaviors towards women and queer individuals and children, right? Men are in positions of power in industry, you know, in our communities, in political organizations, in the church and, and in our families. And the major objective of, you know, the Becoming Men program specifically, you know, is to build an organic network of young men on campus 
that can model, you know, sociological mindfulness to other men in their spheres of influence mm-hmm. and in interactions with women and members of the LGBTQIA plus community. But what, what the biggest thing is really that we want as the OIC to gain intimate insight on, you know, the lived experiences of young men on our campuses so that we're able to conceptualize relevant responses and proactive programmatic interventions against GBV on our campus, right? Yeah. So BM specifically is a, is a non-hierarchical collective sense-making space for guided reflective consultation on masculinity that I said is aimed at still hate men on, and, and wanting to engage them on the experiences of being in a society that is considered the rape capital of the world. And right, you know, we've had quite a backlash in certain instances of people wanting us to open up this group to to accommodate for a diverse group of individuals to take part in the space. But due to sensitivity concerns, you know, and our need to facilitate a safe learning and and unlearning space with as much honest reflection and expression as possible, we we reserve this offering only for cisgender men, right? Because Mm. we do not want anyone to be subjected to some of the hurtful ignorant and problematic ideas that we hope to bring to light through the program so that we can debunk and learn and learn, right? It's an unlearning and, and, and learning space where we want to engage these young men on their identity, their social constructs, you know, to grapple with the history, the construct of race, socioeconomic, cultural, spiritual, geographical and political factors that inform their understanding of being men yeah. um, and of, of masculinity, right? So that's just uh, that's just a bit about the BM program and and how it works. As we convene over six weeks, we meet a, a cohort of fifteen young men that we work with throughout the six weeks. And we meet once a week for three hours, and then after the fifth week, we then go away on a field trip where we have also mm. a part of the conversation an unfiltered fire conversation. I like right? that. So, yeah, that, that's what we're doing in, in, in respect of engaging young men in our space. And we're hoping to at least each year reach 54 people, uh, 54 young men that can form part of this cohort each year. And this year was our first time, you know, launching our first cohort. Mm. So that's just a bit about some of the work that we're doing there, you know, with, with masculinity and with young men in our space. Incredible. Then let me hand over to my colleague, uh, Andre, to tell you a bit about what it is that we're doing specifically now at the moment around, you know, the Behind You period campaign. Andre? Um, thank you, Babawa. So, Ndomi, you picked up from the name. You kind of picked up what are the themes that we are trying to address here. Mm. So, the, the campaign's name is Behind You, period. Mm. You are not alone. Basically, we are signaling that your pain is my pain. And we, as University of Cape Town, are behind you in this fight. And this is a fight that belongs to all of us. And the word period means enough is enough. Yeah. Let us end this. So it is. if we look at the statistics, uh, we see that the 2018 Global Peace Index revealed that South Africa is one of the most violent places in the world. Mm. Ranking 38 out of 163 countries. For all of us living in South Africa, we receive daily reports of the horrific and senseless murder, the rape, the maiming of women, children, the LGBTQ community, and in some instances, men. And we are overwhelmed. And we are saying enough is enough. Yeah. 
If we just look at the crime statistics from July to September 2022, that was recently released by the police commissioner, Becky Taylor, over 13,000 women in those three months alone were victims of assault with intent to do grievous bodily harm. Um, 1,277 women were victims of attempted murder and 989 women were murdered during this reporting period. Over 10,000 rape cases were opened with sex between July and September. My goodness. I'm not looking at the previous quarter's uh, statistics. I'm just saying for the last three months. Yeah. Um, so this, this this campaign is 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 aimed at us just standing still and saying, why are we here? How did we get here? Um, and th- therefore, we are focusing on um, uh, partnering with the Victoria District Hospital, specifically their Tutuzela Care Center, as well as the Sparrow Society. And the activities of the campaign is that we ask people to buy personal care items. In other words, those are the items that people need after a a, a rape has occurred. Uh, You know, it's basic cotton underwear because, as you know, the the underwear is often used um, as uh, it's used in the investigation process. Yes, as part of the evidence. As part of the evidence. Mm. So people do not have underwear after that. Mm. So we're asking for basic cotton underwear, both male and female, in all sizes. Sanitary pads, soap, face cloth, roll-on and shampoo. And those items will then be made up into a care pack that will be distributed to the Victoria District Hospital as well as through the Sparrow Society to other rape care centres. That's fantastic. Andre, unfortunately, we're going to have to wrap this up right here, right now. And uh, it really is a collective effort to fight against this pandemic, GBV, as the president has called it. Thank you so much, ladies, for your time. And uh, um, please keep us updated with the progress of this campaign and how it's doing at UCT. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, much for your time. time. Thank you Thank so much. You. Thank you. We just had a conversation with Ms. Undre Deglon as well as Ms. Baba Lwagusha who are from the University of Cape Town. They're part of the Office of Inclusivity as well as Change at UCT. And remember, this feature was proudly brought to you by UCT's Communication and Marketing Department visiting use, visit rather uct.ac.za for more information. Radio 2000 Podcast.